Another great episode of Mystery of Parenthood coming up. If you like what you hear, go to redsearadio.org, click on the donate button, and become a monthly sustaining member. Please support us. Thank you, and God bless. Searching for clues to discover God's mysterious plan for your family? Then don't change that dial. Join us now in our discussion of the mystery of parenthood. Here are your hosts, Trey and Stephanie Cashin. Good morning. Uh, you're Today listening to yeah. <laughs> well, you're listening to this on Tuesday, um, and we're glad that you're here. Uh, it's um, you've joined the mystery, the mystery of, of parenthood, parenthood, and my name is Trey Cashin, and that's Stephanie. Stephanie and Thaddeus is in the house, but we're going to start with our hey. Good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> I'm Lean. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a great uh, orientation test. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll begin with a prayer, please. Yeah. Yes, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, from you every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. Father, you are love and life through your Son Jesus Christ, born of woman, and through the Holy Spirit, the fountain of divine charity. Grant that every family on earth may become, for each successive generation, a true shrine of life and love. Grant that your grace may guide the thoughts and actions of husbands and wives for the good of their families and of all the families in the world. And grant that the young may find in the family solid support for their human dignity and for their growth in truth and love. And grant that love, strengthened by the grace of the sacrament of marriage, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. Through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that the church may fruitfully carry out her worldwide mission in and through our families. We ask this of you, who is life, truth, and love, with the Son and the Holy Spirit. Holy Family of Nazareth. Pray for, pray us. for us. Saint John Paul II. Pray, pray for, for us. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. Amen. All right, yeah. We uh, we were there. Have been a couple times, you know, as you get older, um, and, and we are getting, we're definitely getting older. <laughs> uh, it's funny people will will ask us how we handle situations or how we would do 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 things, and and I'll preface this by saying that you know it's a work in progress even to this day. Um, and our youngest are seventeen. Um, but you do at least, I think the on this end start seeing some of the fruit, which is you do, so and I think that's part of the that's part of it, and I hope it'll probably come up multiple times. We've said it before. Parenting is a process. It's it is a it, so we love, and this is one thing I do not like about some parenting type shows is there's a sense like okay, if you do X, then the child will respond in this way, mm-hmm. yeah, and. And I think it was one of the things that frustrated me the most when we were younger parents was we'd do it and think we were doing it the way we were taught. Maybe we were doing it exactly the way somebody taught it and our kid, one of our kids wouldn't respond <laughs> that way. And I think that's they where we They are unique learned. and unrepeatable. They're you know? unique and unrepeatable <laughs> and things that work for one child uh, don't work for another. And um, it is a... Or something that process. works in one season doesn't work in the next in an, season. In the next. Yeah. And we should kind of be moving towards, so we might use some things when they're younger that we would not use when they're when they're older. And so maybe we can address um, we can address some of that as well. But what I'd like to do is this to be an encouraging moment. And, and, and again, what we recommend or what has worked for one or another um, – we're not saying it will necessarily work, but I think that the the um, way that we approach it, I think, is something that's translatable to anybody in terms of the way we look at what are we dealing with. So there, there's a few things we we're we we're going to talk about. We we're talking about like temper tantrums that comes up or dis yes. dishonesty. I don't think any family is without temper tantrums. Yeah, or even, even our family is definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I've thrown a few recently myself. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, the adult ones yeah, are really not that, Yeah. Um, so temper tantrums is one like and dishonesty or or lying or not being completely honest. 
uh, about something, jealousy or envy. Um, and some of these we've had more experience with than, say, others. <laughs> um, mass behavior, you know, the behavior at mass and in, and in particular situations um, that require them to be, say, quiet and prayerful that are maybe out of the ordinary course of, of events during the, during the day or at home. Um, selfishness is another one that we'll try to go through. Um, I, I would, I would guess there's a way for them to, to reach out if there's something, um, like another one that was added was accepting, accepting responsibility and being responsible. For, and I'm thinking about that in terms of, you know, picking up after yourself. And absolutely. Yes. And so, some of these are things that that have done that we've had to deal with, or we've been asked about. Um, and again, we are veterans, <laughs> you know, with all the wounds and all the failures, along with some successes here and there. Um, so we preface it by that, and then we really want anybody who's listening and going through or having to deal with any of these things to be encouraged. Hopefully, by the end of this, that's that's at least. I would think speaking for all of us would be our goal that that people because first and foremost I think I think we all have to know that this stuff actually happens with everybody because sometimes it, you know things that happen inside your house you go out and you may not see them in the other children you're around and therefore you think well they don't do that mm-hmm. and what I found is is things that happen in the house sometimes you know it's like what happens in vegas stays in vegas right (laughs) what happens in our house stays stays here and so we may not see some of that and sometimes it's comforting or at least um good to know that people have gone through these struggles um so maybe it's just a group therapy session i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you know i just think um i just think that that especially for um, young moms today, it's even harder with social media, um, you know, because of, and, and it's great. I, obviously, we want to post positive posts. You want, don't want to be Debbie Downer on Facebook, but it does tend to lend itself oh, to you true. thinking that, wow, what am I doing wrong? You know, because everybody else's life is so literally picture perfect <laughs> they're not posting the tantrum yeah I mean, yeah yeah normally. yeah although i did have a friend that did keeping it real wednesday and that was hilarious because she went through the crazy antics of her week uh you know on wednesday and it was it was awesome but i think so, but yeah, i think it's good but, that it is good no i hadn't even thought about that but it is true that you get exposed way more so, I mean, back in, in the day when, when we were young, there was no social media. So you only saw what you saw. I mean, you didn't, um, you didn't experience it often. And frequently, even when you went to things, we homeschooled on the front end. I mean, you went to, and everybody behaved. You know, the reality is in most cases, our, our kids behaved pretty well in front of others. And so we're here to tell you that our kids aren't perfect neither, and we aren't perfect parents. And so, uh, Welcome to the club. Um, I think I think that's a that's a good thing. But that but that speaks to the fact that this is a process, and I think there's a way that everybody should kind of have in terms of philosophically how do you deal mm-hmm. with these, and a, that I hope that this will communicate. While we maybe give some specifics to each one of these, how we might have de- dealt with them, or how we did deal with them, and how they how the kids responded, I still want to really kind of emphasize that there's kind of a way of looking at all of these problems that is helpful. Um, so, yeah. And, and I, I think, um, I think one of the things that, that you were so good at when the kids were young was, you know, kind of the constant balance for me because, you know, it is a literally a balancing act, I think. And, you know, husbands and wives, together we always used to laugh and say we're so much better together um than apart and that's not saying that you know for single parents out there well you know throw in the towel now it's you know um you always have god (laughs) which i mean it's not as you know obviously it's not as easy to have and i I don't you know if you've listened to any previous shows of ours we used to talk about having couch time um together and, and and um actually ours was not 
it was couch time in the class that we took where it was um you know, like 20 yeah. minutes that we yeah. would set aside where the kids would have to leave us alone and we'd set a timer yeah um and it didn't start out 20 believe me we were lucky like, to get through five without interruptions um ours ended up being kitchen time and this is one of those this is a prime example of Take what you hear here, take what you read somewhere else and make it your own. Like, don't try to make, you know, things that people write about, talk about, you know, you read about. Don't try to make it a cookie cutter because you're going to frustrate yourself and your family because your family's not a cookie cutter. <laughs> right. And so, so you start, you kind of start with, you know, I, I always call myself a creative copier. You start with something that's kind of worked for somebody and meld it and mold it and, you know, make and it make your it own. your own with your kids and your and your family prayer, prayerfully and purposely. I mean, I think that, um, you know, above all else is, um, you know, is, is the umbrella, is the prayerful, purposeful, you know, umbrella. But where I was going with this was you um, really helped me to see that discipline needed to be about getting our child's heart. I came from the background of discipline as a punishment to make right behavior. <laughs> you know, I've, I've you've always, if you've heard me right. talk at all about our early years that, you know, I've laughed and really said that, you know, he was, I was the Hitler and he was the heart. Um, and so he, you know, you were so good at making me see, is this, is this discipline discipling them? Is it teaching them a lesson or is it just punishing for the mere satisfaction of you did something wrong and you're going to get it? <laughs> right, right. And, and I, two things springboarding off that, that I think are, that are important on all of these. If you see any of these tantrums, dishonesty, jealousy, start with prayer for the child, but also and and also for yourself to understand, because there's always going to be something underlying that that really is the root of the problem. All you're seeing is the outward expression of something that's going on, and it we need the Holy Spirit and the grace of the sacrament of marriage to be able to do that. So call on that and and pray together, or even pray separately. But about the same thing, and and then keep your eyes open for those things that will point you in the direction of, okay, here's the root cause. Um, and I and then the second thing was, there are some children, maybe many children, that you could do something to that would get them to do the outward behavior at the appropriate time when called on, and not have their heart. Mm-hmm. You, you could have people that, you know, for fear only, for fear of punishment or whatever, I know that I've got to say the right thing, do the right thing. And you can't, you can't leave it at that. And if parenting is just about getting the right outward behavior, then you might as well just turn it off because that's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is we want them to make it their own and understand when they're dishonest or understand when they're throwing a tantrum, understand the, the jealousy that they're, that they're part of a family and they're impacting relationships because ultimately that is the primary goal. You want their heart, but you want their heart attached to the heart of the family and you want them all understanding that, Hey, if I do this, then that's going to have this impact. And so we're firm believers that, and Stephanie was very good at, you know, consequences being part of, part of things. But at the same time, we had to extend beyond that because everybody here that's listening, that's parented for any length of period of time, has seen a kid say thank you, and you knew down the heart they had no. <laughs> they're no saying thank you because they're telling you that, or I'm sorry, or please forgive me, and they, you know, they don't mean it, you know. And so you can get the right, and if you leave it at that, especially if you're aware of the fact that their heart's not there, that they haven't really got to, I'm sorry, please forgive me. They haven't really got to that point. And you've got to extend it. Even though you get the right answer, you've got to go beyond that. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, so we'll talk. We can go so ahead. you got to make it your own. Yes. You got to discipline to get their heart. Right. And you got to, what was, there was one other piece of advice. I think kind well, of for prayer, introductory. Well, I think prayer, and prayer. 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 For, yeah. for your ability to actually, for the help to see what the, what the real issue is here. Yeah. Because remember, the real issue most times is not what's happening. Now you have to deal it's with that when it's happening. the visible sign of the invisible reality. Yeah, there's an invisible reality. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. That's right. There is something. Oh, nice right. one. There you go. Nice there you one, Todd, nice. in there. Flipping it's around. It's on. only been thirty years, but but now, like, but it's true that you gotta you gotta see that. So you gotta be attentive to that because there are some kids that will never give you the outward. I mean, they'll fight you tooth and nail because that's part of their personality. But there's other ones who will give you immediately, but they don't really mean it. And and you you've got to be discerning in that. So you got to pray for wisdom and and knowing how to do it. So I mean, to we pray, parent with a purpose, and prepare for God, God to amaze you. Exactly. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> so, been uh, so, so, so how, how did y'all with how did y'all handle tantrums? I mean, okay. So so I th- I'm gonna jump in the, on this yeah. first. I think the key to a tantrum is when you see a kid is you have to get down to, am I putting them in the situation that is going to do that? And you got to coach and counsel outside of the event. So, so yeah. the best, the best, the best offense is a defense, yeah. you know, yeah, you're ba- not going to deal with a tantrum during a tantrum. I mean, you can I mean, you deal. have to deal with it. I mean, to, to get it to stop, but, 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 to truly deal with a tantrum is in times of non-conflict. And sometimes we look at those in the times of non-conflict. Sometimes we would look at ourselves and say, we should have seen that coming. Mm-hmm. That, that should have been. And, and when we, when we know we should have seen it coming, we need to know that the next time we should be prayerfully before going, yeah, okay, we, we got to prepare them for this. So what tantrums might happen, you might go in and, and you may have rewarded them, say with a, candy bar or with candy when you go in the grocery store and they get used to that as being a reward and then all of a sudden you don't have the money you're going to decide to say no well when you say no in the line (laughs) (laughs) you and they haven't been prepared for the no or prepared for how you're going to handle this then you've got an issue that you have to deal with at that time which typically if it's if it's in that it's you know Here's my thing. I'm going to get out of here right now so nobody else has to put up with this <laughs> and go. I think one of the worst things that you can do is, particularly in a, in a public setting, is, and I've done it before, is, is lose, lose your temper. You know, sometimes you gotta, you got to take yourself and the child away from that. And it may mean pick them up and go someplace where you're by yourself. I've, I've, I've done it and I've seen others where the tantrum leads to me losing my temper and then it all, it just totally unravels and everybody is worse for it. I mean, there's nobody worse, nobody better for it. In my great experience, my years of experience being a parent. You've got years. (laughs) What has occurred to me is that it, the temper tantrum seems to be this middle ground or this way station in between babiness where they, when they're babies and they don't have language to express themselves, so they scream and they throw themselves on the ground and, Mm -hmm. you know, go limp and, you know, everything that they do. (laughs) You've been there. (laughs) <laughs> beautifully described i mean sometimes we all have I, don't get, I mean sometimes when i don't get my way i i still do that yeah um, and then a more mature human being yes has command of language they have command of their emotions they have their reason and they can use language to express what they want or what they Absolutely. have a problem with. And it seems like the tantrum really is this, the kid doesn't eat, doesn't have the rational faculty to understand why they're upset about something or they don't have the words to express why they're upset or 
their emotions are just, they don't have control of their emotions yet because of maybe just immaturity or whatever age they are. And so it's like, <clears throat> I do better with it when I can remind myself of that piece of wisdom that I've acquired and I can kind of try to talk them through absolutely it in the moment and say, okay, hold on a second, like, slow tell me what what's wrong or let's use your words or oh gosh you know if i had a nickel for every time i said use your words we'd be loaded right now right so so i think <laughs> i think that that i think i think at the beginning of it and this is not to frustrate and we'll get into the to the to the moment but for those that have young i mean young i'm talking ones that can't talk right now you begin preventing tantrums by teaching them that they they have the capacity to communicate if they're doing it and then right. you have to recognize because a tantrum usually is it's a frustration. It's, it's 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 frustration it's mm -hmm. on it's it's a it's a process you can see they're about to blow it's like the rumblings of a volcano <laughs> you know <laughs> she's about to blow old reliable or old faithful <laughs> yeah, and and again it's called being it is called being not only purposeful but but actually being aware of what's happening you can see when a kid is getting there so it, so a tantrum if you have young kids Teach them from very little. Crying or whining is not the way that you get, you know, more food right. or right. out of your seat. Yeah, it's or, literally like Pavlov's dog. I mean, you know, that I think they make those associations so quickly. Mm -hmm. And if you if respond, they, yeah, that it, you know, if if you respond to, uh, 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 I mean. And you're going through the kitchen trying to figure out what it is that they're is wanting. Is it this? Is it this? You know, this, just, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. as you. But it's amazing. <laughs> like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but like, it is amazing. I think our I think our youngest sign languager was eight months old. I think she was eight. I think Madison was eight months old. She was sitting. I mean, and, and and it's so cute because they can do. They may not do the sign exactly like you, you know. But I started with them like literally when they started eating baby food, which back in my day was like four months, three or four months old. I would move their hands mm -hmm. to say more, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to say thank you, to say please, mm -hmm. um, you know. Um, and so, um, subsequently, we really. I mean, our kids whined. Obviously, that I mean, like yeah. you said, they're not perfect. <laughs> yeah. But, but, the, but, <laughs> but, but I think there was a lot less of it that you know that went on because of giving them a way to communicate effectively. Because again, a tantrum is a communication. It's just not very. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I mean, it's not, not good communication. Right, and so you teach you yeah. teach them early. But I think too, one of the things that happens with tantrums is, and I think you hit on hit on it perfectly, um, Thaddeus, is that it's a it's kind of a wise in your own eyes thing, you know? It's like, um, and and a and and a lack of acknowledgement of authority, and and so I think that's where kind of those freedoms come in. You know, we always kind of talk about the push me pull me of the of the funnel. You know, that you're you're raising your kids to 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 Towards more towards freedom, more freedoms, and out out the funnel because they're going to be out your house one day. But I think when you start seeing tantrums, and I know the greatest example that the Ezos used to use when we were doing the Growing Kids God's Way is that if you give your kid a blue cup and they throw a fit because they want to have the red one, they got too many freedoms. Yeah, and, and, and it can be as simple as <laughs> it's really that simple. Two, I mean, it is that it is those little bitty things that you see. And that's why I always just kind of cringed when I'd hear people say, well, you got to pick your battles. And I'm like, it's all the little bitty small battles that, and, and, and I don't look at them as battles. I, I think that's where the purposeful parenting comes in is that you, you know, are looking microscopically at all their little behaviors and, you know, because then those end up being. Right. And it can be outbursts. as simple as I like the this cup wars. over that cup at a young age that will pre prevent the tantrums later. Mm -hmm. it, if you notice that, then you, then you say, okay, you have no choice. This is what you're drinking out. Or you're not going to drink <laughs> and, and you'll be excused from the table. Um, so you withdraw it. And then in ways that are fine, you, you, you allow them choices, yeah. but if they can't handle choices and the way, you know, you can't handle them is if they throw a temper tantrum when they don't get what they want, mm -hmm. 
among the choices. So you may say it, it's red or blue, but they want the green. And, and, and anybody that's parented for long, you know, there's a kid that's going to say, I don't want either of those. I want that one. <laughs> and you have to know that that's not appropriate at that point. If I'm offering you these two, it's one of these two. <laughs> if you want the other one, that's not. If you don't fight that battle, which I don't think, if you don't fight that battle then, then it's going to be when they get older, you know, <laughs> these things. At some point, you've got to say, here's your choice. And I think a, a tactic I use similar to, to this, this is with tantrums, whining, right. just general defiance is, I can't think of a good example right here, but basically it's the opposite of what they're wanting. So if, right. if, if they want, if they want A and they're tantruming to, to get A, I'm going to say, oh, well, you can have Z. That's your right. only option is to have Z. <laughs> right. Or nothing. Or, yeah. Or, or nothing. Yeah. Right, and then that that shuts them down pretty pretty quick. So you, so you or at least you, gets it make, it stops them and gets that intellect rolling of wait a minute, I don't want <laughs> Z, I want A. Right, and that, and I think that I think that's really important. You've got you've got to you've got to let them know what what what's acceptable and know that if they choose to go, they're not going to get it. The worst thing you can do is stop a tantrum by giving them what they want. I mean, that's the, the absolute, that's the that, is, that, that is the, yeah. that is the, if you do it once, I mean, it's just going to get harder every time to do it. So, so you have to, you have to stop it early, the earlier, the better, because I've and seen it's, it. It's, I do think it's exhausting. I, I mean, it, it really is. It is. But I, what I say <laughs> is it's exhausting when you choose to make that decision, mm -hmm. it's exhausting. But at some point, you're going to have there. You're gonna, that, that fight is just going to keep yeah. becoming yeah. something else. And I think another philosophy I have, you know, just take it for, take it or leave it is a a battle at seven is better than a battle at sixteen. Any battle at seven years old Abs is better than a battle amen. at sixteen. Amen. So I'd you might as amen. well fight them battles early on. So you got to exactly see that. What I'm, that's it, exactly what I'm talking about. But then, but then the thing is, is that you know we're saying we're saying battles, and I and I, I hate right. to I hate to kind of use that word because I think it kind of connotates something negative. It's te it's a teachable moment, mm -hmm. you know. Or as Margaret B. I used to say, you know, you talk to her at the end of the day. Hey, how you doing? Oh, it was a character building day today. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that. I used to know. Oh mm -hmm. man, she and Claire mm -hmm. probably. <laughs> yeah. And I, um, but yeah, it's it's. It, I think it's like every day is a character, character building day, and it really and, is when you're homeschooling, you're, especially. For and it is. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. But. I mean, so, so beautiful, uh, you know, um, it just, yeah, it just is. Well, all right. How uh, about, for uh, us, so, but, so, go, so on, tan but on tantrums, but, I think yeah. remove them from the situation, do not give them what they want. And, and I, we would used to always say, if you remove them, when you'd like to ask appropriately, you, you can sit here, flail around all you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just have to make sure they're safe. <laughs> you know, safe. And, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, if they yeah. whatever appropriate age, if you put them in a crib, put them in a crib. Yeah. You know, whatever you have to do. You can go into our padded room, now. right? Exactly, <laughs> which would be good to have. But uh, but but you put them in there, you remove them from the situation, and let them know that this is not appropriate. When you would like to act like a human being, <laughs> then then please come out. Right. And but but again. The other thing is, is the teachable moment is not in that. You extract mm -hmm. them, you deal with it at that point, remove them from the situation and say, when you're, you know, when you're, and, and then when they can't talk, all it is, is you remove them yeah. and then you well, go back. I, and, when they were that little, especially if they were like two and stuff, I, that's when I would say, I'm going to mommy's going to set the timer. And when the timer goes yeah, I can remember saying when the timer goes ding, 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 I'm going to come back in here and we'll try again. Right. And, um, and then that's what, you know, and, and sometimes it was multiple timer settings and <laughs> before you could get to that point where you were able to say, okay, what, you know, whether you're showing them how it should have been done or if they're old enough, asking them, how could you have done that better? You know what? So, yeah, it's. Kind of yeah. So you, so you just remember, do not, do not teach or coach in the moment. 
extract them from yeah, the all situation, that's do is put make, them away. All that's going to do is foster your tantrum. When you uh, <laughs> when you said if you want to act like a human being again, <laughs> it reminded me of one of my one of my favorite quotes of um, is from um, the historian uh, Hannah Arendt. She wrote uh, she coined the term totalitarianism after the Second World War. Oh wow! And uh, but she has a great quote that goes something like this: that every generation. Uh, civilization is threatened by uh, the in- invasion by barbarians. They are called children. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, but, but there is something. There, if, there is really something true there. Yeah. Yeah, because they yeah. don't they don't know, and so that's how you. And again, I think the you have to remain patient, as hard as it is, recognizing that. They are where they are. They don't understand what you understand. They don't know what you know. Mm-hmm. It's your job to give that to them, to teach them mm-hmm. that. And the time to do it is that remove from the situation, set a timer, you need to remove yourself come back. And so this is why I think people don't do it is because it takes time. It does take time. It not only takes time in that particular moment, it takes time over months, years oh, yeah. to get past well, that. And so then, you have to and be then, patient. And then to then have multiple children. I mean, I can remember being so frustrated with one of the triplets one day and it was like Holy Spirit, you know, whacked me on the head because I was like, I have said this, blah, 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 you know, how many times? And it was like, I mean, it was like, like an immediate voice in my head that said, you have said that a million times. But have you said it to that child? <laughs> have you trained that child? <laughs> yeah, and that's a that's a sidebar on the on the on if you have a number of children, it's easy to to think, okay, you've been taught I've this. this. Yes. You know, you've done this you and you may this. not have taught that to them. <laughs> um so so tantrums, remove them from the situation, coach and counsel in times of non conflict after and then, and then I think before, if if you can see a tantrum potentially coming, maybe say, "Hey, we're going to be going through this. We don't have any money for for this. So when you get up there, just know we're not we're not going to to get candy when we go through. Uh, that's we're not going to do that. So yeah. give them that on the on the front end. Um, yeah. So and that 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 works in a lot of different scenarios, kind of role playing and and um, and going through kind of expectations. And again, that's probably a little bit you know for a little bit older child. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, yes, it may be more difficult with a one or two year old to you know to to get that across. But just to to kind of role play and go through scenarios and situations. You know, I know I know you've talked about that before, like when you're, you know, going to a wedding and you're going to be dressed up and people are going to say you look pretty. What you know, how should you respond? And, you know, talking about looking at people in the eyes and shaking hands firmly. And, you know, again, you know, you got to think they don't know what they don't know. <laughs> over, over and over. And, over and, and, and over. And, yeah. and, and, yeah. and again, that's why you have to pray for patience, because. You have to re- remember that they are just children. Yeah, and I think that's what her the quote by Aaron is getting at that they come out of the womb not right. they don't with understand. any not equipped with any of these elements of of right. civilization. I mean, we're we're very different from all the other animals, all the other a- mammals on Earth. That mm-hmm. it takes a long time for a human to be fully functional and able to right. You know provide for itself and take care of itself. The family so, is so important. And so, and I'll just add this, and this goes with all of them, but particularly with tantrums, when they behave in a, when they behave well in a situation that could have been a tantrum and you leave the situation and they've done well, make sure to point out, Hey, I noticed yeah. that, that you, you could have been upset. I just want to say that's a very grown up thing or very, human thing for you have handled it that well. I'm so proud of you. I, I think that those type of comments add immensely mm-hmm. to future events. So recognize, don't, because there's a temptation to say, well, they behave the way they ought to, ought to behaved. You know, well, that's true. 
<laughs> but you need to let them know they behave the way they ought to behave and that you appreciate that right. and that the other people appreciate it. So mm-hmm. anyway, any yeah. other comments? And we, about? Well, and we talked about, you know, that, I mean, your behavior is an extension of your family. I mean, you honor us when, when that's you it, honor your it. mom and dad. I mean, that's the fourth commandment, you know, when you honor your father and mother, when you behaved that way, I mean, you know, we, and we still tell our kids when we have someone come up to us and say, Oh my gosh, your son has got an amazing handshake. You know, I mean, he looked me in the eye, he shook my hand so firmly. It's just, you know, refreshing to see, you know, we'll go home and say, you know, you honored us with that behavior. It seems little, but you know, you honored us with that behavior. And that, um, and that's, and that's, that builds and builds, you know, yeah. and it's cool when you get the coaching counseling cause we took one and, and I heard Matt, you know, um, our oldest daughter was talking to one of the triplets was going and he was going to meet some people, some coaches and he wants to, he's looking at trying to play college football. And, and, and she said, and make sure you give them a cash and handshake. <laughs> so, because my mother oh, was so that, that. But, but she that was his her advice to him, oh. and he knew exactly what that meant. Um, so, I, I guess what I'm saying, it, 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 when you get further along, what happens is is you get if you if you created that culture, you get some help from some other people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your your other kids can jump in and say, hey, you know, you ought to do this well I think you just hit on something really important I mean in 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 that in your in your prayerfulness um you know pray about talk to your husband about your spouse about what culture do we want to create I mean we all have um again just unique and unrepeatable families and we're on this earth as such a time as this you know um and so what is our you know what is our mission what is our you know what 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 do we what legacy do we you know do we want to leave what culture do we want to create within our family yeah um and that's that's important because you you know you got to be able to focus to <laughs> you know right. with your family because there's I mean there's well, so many diversions well another thing these days. the next one was on, on dishonesty um that happens you know you can see it in younger kids the the one that jumps out to me is when is when uh, is when we've had we've had kids do it both when we've caught them and and when they've turned themselves yeah. in. Yeah, let's you know? start with I pray. Yes, that's what, all the time that they get caught. I mean, you want that. You yes. want that. Uh, I'm so thankful that you know when they have gotten caught. You know, um, we, yeah, and we've we, been able to de- you know been able to deal with. You know, with whatever the issue was, um, and we tell and we do t- we tell our kids yeah. that all the time. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, just know that we're praying that you get caught, <laughs> <laughs> not not that you get in trouble, but no. but yeah. but we want to be aware of something. So, f- the one that I recall, and I don't even remember how I did it, but it amazed my son. I had figured out that my son had been playing a video. A, I don't know if it was a video game or something. Yeah, he had set up an account. That he had set up an account separate. And I don't even remember how I did it, but it was just. It was our friends. It was one. And so I actually, <laughs> he had, he had a name. <laughs> he had a name. I don't yeah. remember what the name was. But I one day, one day I just was talking to him and I used that name instead of his name. <laughs> and he was I mean, it was a the look on his face gave it away. (laughs) Yes, I said, "You wonder how I know that." And then I would say, "Because I pray every day that I catch you." (laughs) And 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 then you know, I think with dishonesty, I mean, the first thing is is we've got to establish, hey, we're truth is not going to hurt. I mean, truth is never going to hurt you long term if you go towards the truth. Um, it, it may for a moment <laughs> hurt but 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 it's not going to hurt you long term dishonesty will and not only is going to hurt you the biggest thing that we'd talk about with with our kids as they got older with dishonesty was you, you understand that you have our trust you have our trust always until you give us a reason not to trust you our, 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 our presumption is always you're telling us the truth. And if that's the case, you can always come to us with whatever it is and know that 
no matter what, we're going to receive it fine. Why would you be dishonest with us? And then with him, we I'd ask him, you know, why? Well, because I knew you wouldn't let me do it. And I said, so why? You know, so we walked through that. But ultimately, the disappointment is better, the disappointment and sadness, and I, I'm so brokenhearted by this, is a better response to dishonesty than... Well, it's than, such an opportune time to talk about sin, because that's exactly what sin is. It's it's a broken relationship. Um, and, and this, you know, the virtue of honesty, when, I mean, you know, are being dishonest, <laughs> um, the lack of the virtue of honesty is, is a great opportunity to talk about sin and how that relationship feels and to try to relate that back to God and, you know, and confession and, you know, um, right. And I so mean, we, yeah. Yeah. And we, and I mean, bring the faith, you know, you got to bring the faith and the faith gives you such good stuff to work with, you know, um, to be able to explain, you know, because the other thing I'd kind of jotted down here is you always want to, in all of these different situations, scenarios, you want to be pouring into your children the moral reason why you do or don't want them doing something, you know? Right. And that, and that um, is the moral reason why is, is yeah. important. And the biggest yeah. thing is, is our family is, is a bunch of relationships. It is a relationship and it's meant to be, I love you, you love me. The truth even if it's something that we don't want to hear is always the best policy because we can always work with that. We can't work with dishonesty. Um, you're always going to get the truth from us or we're going to do everything we can to get the truth from us. We ask that, that same thing for you. So with Trevor, that was one. And, and we had to go through a long time of, so, so now what that means is I can't trust you to do things. So we're going to take back some freedoms you're not going to be able to get on the computer. You're not going to be able to do things because I can't trust that what you're doing is what you ought to be doing. And that's bad. I want to trust. That's part of that. So we pulled back on, on that. When you build a culture like that, one of my favorite stories is another one. Did of he get children. to get back on the computer eventually? Eventually he did. Okay. The, the, the rule is we always say when you show us, but it, you have it freely. When you break it, it takes a lot, a long time to restore to where I feel like, okay, you can do it. Well, and then you know? the other thing, obviously, to address in that scenario was the fact that he felt like he couldn't come talk to us, that we were just going to say no to say no. And so, you know, there's a whole other invisible reality going on that, you know, you want your kids to be able to, um, to you know, to be able to come to you and talk to you. And, and I mean, if it's at all possible to work it out where it's a literally a win-win. Like, you, you know, I mean, there's some situations that it's just no because it's no, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, but that's, I mean, I know we talked a lot about that with our kids is that, you know, we're going to try. To say yes. To say yes. But we also have to answer to God for what we allow you to do and see and hear. And I mean, you know. Right. And we talked to them a lot about yeah. about that, yeah. and I think that's, I think that we as parents, particularly as they get older, we have to be wor working towards. Look, we want you to be completely free. We want you to be able. That's what we're doing. Our our role is to get that. The only way that can happen is when I'm honest and when you're honest about whatever's going on that we can move forward. Because the minute there's dishonesty, we have we we the relationship's broken. And when the relationship is broken, things just don't work. Um, and we talked about that that all the time. Kennedy, on the other hand, you know, one of my favorite stories, it was he had gone and done something he knew was wrong. He had gotten completely away, uh, you know, away with it. He had gone riding a bike outside of where we had said he could ride, you know. And he had said, dishonestly that you know i was just over here but he came in you know one night he totally gotten away with it and started crying we're like what is going on he goes i i went on a bike i went places i wasn't supposed to go and without your permission so i think again when you start with the relationship being the core and you can get them thinking that way then part of the conviction that they can receive from the holy spirit separate from you is is Hey, my parents deserve 
me to be honest with them. <laughs> or if I wanted to go do that, I should have talked through, can I go do it? You know, is it okay? You got to build a culture like that. Um, anyway, I know we're getting uh, jealousy and envy is something that I've just, I've seen. I think that even when they're little, to avoid jealousy is to build like it's, this is our family when, and, and this is, you know, getting to the body of Christ. When one is honored, another is, we're all honored. And so we have to build that into the way we talk that when a brother receives a reward or plays really well, or gets, gets some sort of acclamation or whatever, somebody's speaking highly of them that we talk to them about, Hey, isn't that awesome that he's doing that? You know, how much that means that, that makes, that, that, that is something that honors our family. We should be excited for them. And it's something we talk through with them. We didn't have too much of the, of the jealousy and envy, but I've seen it and I've been asked about it. I, I think you have to back up to that when somebody, why talk to them when they're older about why is that? Yeah. And I wonder if part of that is because uh, you know, interesting. I, I don't know, but we we did a lot together as a family when the kids were younger. So, if somebody had something, it just was an expectation that we were going to be there to support them. Um, which I know probably looked like a bunch of chaos at the ballpark when we yeah, <laughs> had two year old triplets. But chaos. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you it was just kind of an expectation that. Um, that was actually one of the hardest adjustments for me when we moved into that season where truly it wasn't like, I don't want to go to it's, they all had, they had conflicts, you know, they, as getting older and doing different things, they had conflicts where they couldn't attend each other's stuff or like with Madison off in Kilgore. I mean, you know, the high school is is get a text from somebody. So how did he, you know, how did he do, you know, or send out a text, Hey, so-and-so won this award. You know, and not everybody, you know, that's that's what you want to aim towards. And I think that's really a an over and over talking through mm-hmm. that to create that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the other the, the next the other one is on mass behavior. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, this is my on two sides of this equation. I think that people who have either not had children or or that that they get frustrated with with families that have kids. Kids need to be in church, I think. They need to be in the pews with their kids, with their parents. And I don't judge because I've been I've been there. However, um, I think that on mass behavior, you have to, again, model it. We used to do, we used to sit down and say, this is, we're going to practice mass in the house. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna sit we're gonna sit down and we're gonna sit still for fifteen minutes or we're gonna listen to a reading yeah, or it's kinda, well actually like I think the way that we the way that I mean we did do um, family read alouds which I think you know is is a good way to work towards being able to sit you know sit still because you know for especially for little boys that is that is hard but I think one of the I think one of the things that really helped on, with Sunday mass was going to daily mass because yes. it was a shorter obviously a shorter version than you know than Sunday but we did daily mass a lot when the kids were were smaller and, te- um, and teaching them I was but I think talking and teaching to them during mass I mean I, I just forgot how sweet, like my sister was here this weekend and her little four-year-old, who's usually pretty squirmy in mass, sat with me and um, I just kept talking to him, telling him, did you know that gold box is called a tabernacle? Can you say that? That's such a big word. You know, and that's where Jesus really is and just talk. And then they had the thoroughfares. And so, you know, I was telling him about the smoke, you know, the, that's, do you see the smoke? And he's like, I mean, boy, are you kidding me? Smoke? Where's smoke? You know? So I told him, you know, that's like our prayers going up to God, you know? That's, that's and so it was so funny after mass I was talking with my sister and I said I said Eli tell your mommy what was your favorite part of mass he goes that swinging smoking thing <laughs> <laughs> so I like to listen so to just, yeah, I had so a kid you know, one time I was behind and they apologized to me afterwards but the kids oh. said Jesus, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yelled it out when he was holding it up. And yeah. I was like, you should never apologize for that. Yeah. Anna Claire did I that mean, in mass one time. Know, she I, said, that's Jesus. That's she true. was Amen, and, sister. And two that, years old or something. And, that, and, and so you coast it, but you certainly don't temper. You, have, you know, you can talk to them. That's one that you, you're so right about that. It, but I think that, that you prepare them that way. I think that, that the church needs people on both sides, parents, 
um, who recognize when they're losing the battle, you know, like the tantrum, <laughs> it's time to take them out. Mm-hmm. But but who feel comfortable enough because of the people around them to try to work through one of those problems. You know, if can I recapture this moment? And the parent has to know that, and they have to feel like it. Because I think sometimes you can, I mean, I remember feeling this. You could feel like the beams, like Superman beams, you know, beaming at you, like, <laughs> get that kid out of here, you know. And and you and you have to you have to be willing to do that because if it's interfering. Oh, sure. Yeah, but at the simple. other but at the other side, um, we don't. I know we're getting getting through. Hopefully, this was a was a helpful. Um, yeah, we didn't get through exercise. very many. We didn't we? get through very many. <laughs> we'll but, have a, we'll have to have a smorgasbord show again. But some of the but some of these I think are really just bottom line is is you've got to for any listeners attention. if they want to add to our list of things to talk about what's the best way Thaddeus for can them they, to text you can they face to text the, the info our uh, info at redsearadio.org. org okay. Yeah, if you, so, yeah, if you that, think of any things that any issues that maybe you're struggling with or, you know, or ideas, or ideas that you used. Um, yeah. So info. Send them and then we can talk yeah, about Red that. Yeah, RedSeaRadio.org. That Might would have be. to have you on the show. Yeah. You. Hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I think if you just pepper, you know, everything that you do with um, with that with that purposefulness and that prayer, you know, um, and stay in communication with your spouse. Um, you're always better together than apart. Um, okay, so I've got the verse today. It is Proverbs 3, 1. And it says, My child, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. And I think that just spoke to what we were talking about, is that you want to go to the you want to, you know, we have to discipline our children, but we want to get to the heart of the child. Amen. Amen. So thanks for joining us at Mystery of Parenthood today. Um, God bless you. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. Remember, only God can help you take the mystery out of parenthood. Pray, parent with a purpose, and prepare for God to amaze you. God bless. Thank you for listening to this local production of Red Sea Catholic Radio. Tune in next week at the same time to hear Trey and Stephanie Cashin share more on the mystery of parenthood.